Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's poppin' y'all, man? It's your boy, JG. You already know it's J. Jonah. Diving into season nine, episode three. We moving, bro. You already know. We running, bro. I feel like this shit just started, but we already keeping going, right? I don't, I don't know what happens, bro. It's like, where the time go? Man, I, I, I don't know either, bro, but you already know it's a special one today. We Say got that. an odd, you feel me? We got an individual in the studio today, man. In my mind, when you think of the three C's that JG loves to throw out, that cool, common collective, bro, I've known this boy for 30 minutes, and that's the vibes I'm getting, you feel me? Facts. It's not only a special day because we're here in the studio, it's a special day, bro, because this man came and fucking spent his born day with us over here man, in the DSP. Happy birthday! Hell yeah, it's coming up one more time for him, bro. You already know we had to give him the one-two when he came in the room and all that shit. And I, this is one, bro, I promise you guys, this one you want to go get rolled up, get your drinks poured, <laughs> and get your paper and pens ready. Because, boy, we about to go to school and have a great time. You feel me? That's some fun. If y'all man. know who the fuck I'm talking about, bro, please, please give a BSP Elevated Perspective for my boy Marcus the Motivator. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. That's what I was going to say. We're going to start Hell that off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, come on now. Come on now. What's up with you, bro? How you doing? Man, I'm blessed, man. Um, shit, I'm 39 today. I'm here. Hell yeah. You know? Hold on. Can we get a happy birthday, my uh, dog? Yeah. Happy birthday! <laughs> If you don't know what we're here to do on the BSP podcast, bro, we're here to give an elevated perspective on everyday situations, talk our shit, and bring some real news to the table. Yes, you feel me? And while we do that, you already know it's his birthday, so you know we celebrating something. You feel yeah, me? So, no what, we, what, we, uh, what we drinking on today, JG? You want to let him know? You said it's the Yaksi, that Yaki Yak. Yes, sir. I will let you know. First and foremost, Marcus, I do want to say thank you for coming out, taking the time out of your day Absolutely. on your birthday to come Thanks. kick it with us. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Us little young bulls over here that mm. think that we <laughs> Right. Think that we ever to have something. We gonna learn something today. You feel right. me? Get them papers so. and pens. So. But we did go ahead and try and bless ourselves. And you know, my man, for his birthday, bro, we got that VSOP cognac Hennessy. Got that privilege. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. it ain't just the regular Hennessy, y'all. So hopefully it's gonna keep us going I smooth. I don't know how your new year went, but for some reason I've been on the dark this new year. Twenty twenty one, I was always on the white, like the lights, the tequilas was heavy. But I don't know why I'm on cognacs going into twenty twenty two. You don't drink that normally. I mean, I do go cognac normally. Yeah. It's, I, I went away from it for a while. When I when I got into my own spot early, bro, I would handy all on the wall and shit until I got that heartburn feeling the next morning. It's starting to get a little heavy. Worse hangover. Right. Mm. Right. Clear is like you know I like Hennessy, but you can't drink Hennessy if you gotta go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. Like you can wake up with a headache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can drink some. It's not even the headache. I said that heartburn for me, bro. When that heartburn hit me, that should be hurting in the morning. What's your tequila be- preference? Like, you know, I, you know, everybody has their ideas, but, like, if we could get it on record. 1942. The 1942. Yeah, you know say that, say that, say I that. I drink that. But that ain't something that you, you you share that with people? Is that something you, like, you just drink to yourself? That's a good question. I got some bougie-ass friends. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Like, we, if you come out the store with anything less than that, they're going to be looking at you like, really? 
Damn. Uh, okay, okay. Say that. No, I respect that. That's a good that. way to say put it. That. That's a good <laughs> way to put it. I feel you. I feel so you. they, we, we Y'all keep... fuck with the class as old too, though? I was yeah, heavy sure. on the class yeah, as old sure. shit. But I'm before sure. it was before the hype, bro. I swear yeah. I caught on, but that shit was mad when that hype shit I ended up drinking the shit because, you know, you be around people that drink the shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you end up drinking and then you you try to show what's wrong. You want to bring your mic a little bit closer to you, bro? There you go. Yep. Perfect. Nah, I feel you. Ready to get in? I mean, we want to take a shot? We can take a shot if we want to. We want to take a shot right now? We can. I mean, we warmed up a little bit. We got to get that bottle deep. All right. This is going to be a real... Y'all try to dig deep. I mean, we got to. Go ahead. Go ahead and start it off. Yeah, my first question. Cool, calm, collected like Jay Jonas say, man. That's all it is. Uh, Marcus, if you could, man, if you could take us back as far as you can, like I'm just trying to figure out what was it like for my man, <laughs> Lil Marcus, the motivator. How That's was it like that crazy. growing up? If you can, what was the start point? Damn, because uh, you grew up in you grew up in Cali. Nah, bruh. This is crazy that you asked me this because you're the first person that ever asked me this. But I tell bits and pieces of my story like all the time. So me, I grew up in a small town called Morrisport, Louisiana. Mm. Mooring right. sport? Mooring sport. Mooring sport? M-O-O-R. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mooring sport. And um, I was raised by my great-grandfather. Mm. And my great-grandfather was born in 1909. Oh, wow. Okay. God bless. So so we we talking about... Um, my partner's probably calling me for my birthday. <laughs> you um, so when I was born... I up, was bro. raised by a man that was born in 1909. You feel me? You poured up, right? Yeah, I poured. I'm good. I ain't finna get that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm so he was born in 1909, so he raised me in Morin Sport on his farm. Yes, sir. You feel me? So my story, my story crazy, bro. So my mother grew up in Shreveport. So my, my mom was married to someone, my sisters, my two sisters' fathers. And uh, he was real abusive and everything. So my mother, him and, him and my mother separated. I mean, him and my mother separated. And she ended up getting pregnant by my father. And he didn't like that. You know what I'm saying? So to basically save my life, my mom escaped out to the country, basically, to live with my great-grandfather. Goodness. So he built us a shack. Around what year is this? I was born in 83. 83? Yeah. Uh, people can put the math together. What boy term? How old? 39? 39, 39 boy. Yes, Probably. sir. Probably. But um, this is the start. Right. Yeah, so this is a true story. I ain't never told this story before. So, um, she escaped out to the country because, you know, he 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 was he he was a bad person. So, um, he actually put my sister in the freezer. He put my sister in the freezer. Goodness. I swear, man. I'm not, not making none of this shit up, right? I know you laughing. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell y'all a story. I'm gonna tell y'all a story. It's it's gonna be crazy. So my mother go out to the country. To my grandfather for my grandfather builds us uh, um built her a shack in the middle of the cow pasture built her outhouse and everything and i was born so when i was born i was raised by my great-grandfather you know on his land you know he had a couple acres and um so every morning i would wake up the rooster would crow i knew to get up i'd run over to my grandfather's house and me and him would go in the chicken coop, get the chicken eggs, we'll mm. milk the cows, we'll mow the field, we'll burn the trash, we'll take the eggs into my grandmother with the milk, my great grandmother, his wife. And then we'll go, we'll go finish feeding the cows, you know, filling up the trough, whatever needed to be done. And we came back in, my grandmother uh, had breakfast for us, you know what I'm saying? And then he this taught is me every how day. To, every day. Mm. 
And then he taught me how to pray. You know, he taught me about about God. He taught me how to. He taught me everything. He taught me how to motor feel. He taught me how to everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the number one thing he always taught me was faith, because my family believes that manifestation is real. You know, yeah. it's not just a figment of your imagination. I mean, which you know it saying? is, bro. Manifestation. If you speak that shit to the world, bro, it's coming back. The reason how that happens is it's through faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can only manifest what you believe you can do. Sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was raised in this way by by him, and he took me to church every Sunday and everything. So um, when I was like maybe four, five, my sister's father, he shot a police officer, and then he killed himself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so because he was dead, now we can move away. You know what I'm saying? So go back to the city. Now, my last name is Jackson. My grandfather who raised me, his name is Robert Phillips. So my family's last name is Phillips. Mm-hmm. I got the last name of the man that wanted me dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's my last name. How you feel about that now? Brother, this story get deep. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm in. I'm, <laughs> I'm all the way true in. true story. This is what's going to make this so crazy because I never told it before. Yes, sir. So, um, we move out to the city, Shreveport. And, um, now, I'm going to go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. When I was um, living with my grandfather, I would go to church every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? And um, one Sunday, I was, I was like five years old. And one Sunday, I got up in front of the church. My mom was like, what you finna do? I'm like, I got to do something real quick. <clears throat> so I got up in front of the church. And I said, I know I'm a kid. But I said, I know God is real. Mm-hmm. And everybody looked at me. Now, I couldn't read. I couldn't read till I was like almost 10 years old. But you know how to talk. Right, but I but what it was well, I actually learned to read with my Bible, um, but anyway I said that so the church would always want me to do like speeches and stuff like talk like I'm talking to y'all mm-hmm. but they would want me like you know when you go into a Baptist church they who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off ba da ba 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 have like. Pastor's birthday, they got Sister's Pearl birthday, Senior Citizens Appreciation Day. Yes, sir. You know, Easter, yes, you got to do the speeches and stuff like that. Yes, so sir. even though I couldn't read, I can always freestyle it. And whatever I would freestyle would, like, be, like, doper than anybody's speech that they would write. You mm-hmm. feel me? So the church always asked me to do that. So I remember this one speech when I was, like, seven. Um, it was Senior Citizens Appreciation Day. Y'all just got to let me tell this story, okay? I'm listening to you, man. <laughs> it, it really is intriguing already. Okay. So, it was it was Senior Citizens Appreciation Day. And the church had asked for my mother to have me um, to, Cheers. To, to, to speak. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Oops. J.G. already took his. He said, well, fuck you too, J.G. <laughs> <laughs> so, my mother came to me, right? And she was like, um, she's like, Mark, you know, the, the church wants you to speak. Um. They want me to go over what you want to say. They want me to write something. And, my, and I was like, um, nah, I'm going to say whatever God put on my heart. I was mm-hmm. seven. You feel me? No, no script. Wow. Promise you. Right? So when I went in there that day, I remember it too. My grandfather was sitting 
right there. You know what I'm saying? And I just said what came to my heart. And what I said just moved everybody, right? Women was running out. It was it was, it was serious, right? Jeez. But my mother wasn't in there. But um, she was like, she tells me about it. She's like, oh, that was the most proudest moment because everybody was telling her what I said. I don't even remember what I said. My grandfather's right there. He was just like, yeah, that's my grandson. <laughs> <laughs> Talking yeah. that. <laughs> what? Yeah. That felt so good. I'd never forget that. But um, Seven years old. Yeah. That's amazing. So time goes, time goes on. When my mother moved to the city, we had it hard because my mother was very prideful. What's you the know? city? I'm sorry. Shreveport. There we go. Yeah, and my that, mother. And that's Louisiana as well? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, It's all in Louisiana. My family been in Louisiana since slavery. Hmm. Got a story about that, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so when we moved to the city, you know, um, it was different. You know what I'm saying? You had gangs and shit. At this time, you had Crips and Bloods. You know what I'm saying? I don't Heavy. know if you ever seen the um, the um, documentary Banging in Little Rock. Yeah, Y'all look so. at that, bro. It was in the early 90s. It was about the gangs and shit in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was crazy. And, you know, Shreveport and Arkansas, you know, right there. But anyway, I'm going to just speed up a little bit. So long story short, when we moved to the city, Shreveport, I would go back and forth mm-hmm. to the country. To see my my grandfather, because my grandmother passed away. So after my great grandmother passed, you know everybody wasn't going to you know grandparents' house. Was the city different of, of, of like big difference from the country what? in that sense? I said because bro, uh, my pops is in Texas he said, and he's in the country like, and then going to like what? San Antonio. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> this is That's why they call it the difference. country. I got you. When you go past a certain le- uh, like a certain area, it'll say leaving city limits. You feel me? Yeah. So that means all city services is cut off. Right. You're responsible for your water. You're responsible <laughs> for your gas. All that. You know what I'm saying? You're responsible for your trash. Right. All that shit. Yeah. So my grandfather lived in the country. What so was the gas like? Like, how was you guys? Was that propane? We had a or? big propane tank in the front yard. There we go. It was a, like a big one. And like once <coughs> a, I don't know how, how often, the big propane tank would come through. You know, through I could see it coming through the woods and shit down Rocky Road, and I get juice. I don't know why I used to get juice because that was my only time seeing big trucks because we lived in the country. Mm-hmm. So it'd come through and then it'd hook up to the propane tank and and I just remember the smell of it. But whenever that happened, I knew my grandma was going like to cook some gas? shit too because we I got some fresh propane. Mm-hmm. So now the stove working. Oh, it's finna go down. Oh yeah, it's finna go down. You know what I'm saying? So um, but when I was 13, um, I'm gonna just speed up though. Nah, slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot, bro. We got time. We'll break it down, too, because it's like, good. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Whatever, you already know. Just it's let us know. It's a lot, bro. Um, we got time. I want you to just go back and be like, oh, I wish I could have said. Yeah. This, okay. Drink a cold one, too, bro. You look like <laughs> you like part. Cold. Shout out cold Shout one. Out cold. You know you're going to get him right man. that 9.5 pH alkaline. Mm-hmm. Drink that water. You have him right. You about to be over here spinning that gospel to you guys. Watch. I'm about to tell y'all some shit, bro. I'm telling you. Go ahead. Everything I'm going to tell you is going to be facts. So, this the first. Yeah, is this the first time ever you hopping on camera and being on ever. a podcast? Yeah. BSP exclusive, <clears throat> BSP, man. First time, bro. I ain't never told this story before. And everything that I'm going to tell you is true. Hell yeah. So, um, Next song. I would go to my, um, I would go out to my grandfather's house pretty much every weekend. <clears throat> now, me, I was held back in kindergarten. Turn it down a little bit, too. And then I dropped out of sixth grade. Wow. You know what I mean? 
because I couldn't read. It was hard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And me, when we moved away from my grandfather's house, my mother was real prideful. So when my sister's father, he killed himself and shit, we would get Social Security. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then we would get food stamps. We even moved to public housing when we moved away from my um, grandfather. But my mother, she was prideful. She didn't want that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she wanted to work, even if that working meant minimum wage. You feel me? So we had it hard. You know what I'm saying? We had it hard. So because it was so hard, not being able to read and all that shit, school was hard. You feel me? And I think when I got to the sixth grade, my <laughs> Ass nigga. My cousin, <laughs> my cousin got me into some shit at school. You know what I'm saying? Well, he he, he robbed a teacher or some shit. Mm. And then he gave me the shit he robbed the teacher with. But I ain't know he robbed the teacher. You feel mm. me? And the kid seen him give me the shit. Oh, uh, come on now. So when the kid, so when the kid, um, when they got on the on the um, and I put the shit in my locker. You feel me? I thought he beat somebody up and took it. I wasn't tripping off that. I ain't know you robbed a teacher. Like, mm-hmm. now, right. You feel me? I ain't know that. Right. But whatever. So the kid, the kids um, seen me putting it in my locker. So at the end of the day, I'm in my music class. Day almost over. I'm like, oh, cool. The day almost over. And I hear over the loudspeaker, if anyone has information on a stolen, it was a, it was a CD player. Like, like a, a, it was a CD player. But this like 90 Six, so a CD player was like right. the shit they had. Yeah, you, know what yeah, I mean? you needed that. We have, if you have any any information, there is a reward. Please call the principal. I'm like, fuck. He said this shit in my Dude, locker it's, right hey, look, now. It's 15 minutes until school is out. Mind you, my school is in Morrisport, but I live in the city in Shreveport. So you you when you catch the school bus, it's like you gotta go for hella miles and shit. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta get. Oh, I hope so. We got like five minutes left. All of a sudden, the door open, and that same kid who saw me walks in, and then the principal walk in behind him. I'm like, "Fuck!" And then he pointed to me. He was Snitch. like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, oh God!" He was a brother. Hell yeah! Oh hell no! What the hell? Bro, I, 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 man, listen, I grew up in the South. It's nothing but brothers. Well, come on, <laughs> say that. All you know right. what I'm saying? Say that. So he pointed to me. So I ended up getting suspended. So I called my grandfather. He didn't even ask me no question. And then I, uh, I was suspended. So when I came back to school, I seen the kid that snitched on me, and I waited until 15 minutes before school was out, and I beat him up. Oh hell! And then I ran and hid on the bus, and that was the last day I went to school. Sixth grade. grade. No, sixth no, grade. no, no. So what happened? That was sixth grade. So this is gonna be a trippy story. Sixth grade, though, man. Sixth grade, right? Now, I got to ask. You say you had difficulties reading. I don't blame you. I blame the teachers. Yeah. Now, I blame what, the teachers. Where is that? How was the teachers, you know, how, how can we speak about that? How was teaching back in the South? Because all I know is California curriculum. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Let me tell you something. Right. When I went to school, this going to sound crazy, but when I went to school, we got paddled by the principal. The teachers whooped us. Paddled on a hand or no, the no, butt? No, 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 no. Te- the principal could paddle you three times with a paddle. The, the teachers could hit you on the hand with a ruler. It was it was a part of the system oh, of man. school. I, no, I promise you, it was, it, it was normal. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how you but know you do, I'm going to tell you this, though. <laughs> we was well-mannered. We would never say... I would never talk to an adult and not say, yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. You feel what I'm saying? Never. Now, you look at it now, like, oh, I would never. But in the South, 
the the mentality of it takes a village to raise a child, hmm. they really live by that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I would play outside in the neighborhood, it didn't matter if my mother saw me. If the neighbors saw me, I had to worry about that. Because hmm. Mr. Odell down the block, if he see me acting up, he, he going to whoop my ass. Right. And he going to tell my mama that he did it. <laughs> and and then she going to whoop okay me again. Right. No, she going to whoop me again. That's Damn. crazy. For even embarrassing her to make him have to whoop me. But that's how the South was. The South. Wow. You feel me? That's how I was raised. You know, my whole family. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, damn, I don't know if I should tell this part now. Later. This shit crazy. <laughs> so, look. He enjoying himself, bro. It's your birthday, bro. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. So, look. Take a sip. We so, in, in, in Morin Sport, right, my grandfather had his, his two acres, right? But a little bit down the road, I'm going to say about two miles, it was a road that's called a Charity Phillips mm-hmm. um, the road. Charity and it was, and it went to what's called the Phillips Farm. Okay. Now, my grandfather's name is Robert Phillips. That's my family's name. Okay. My last name, Jackson. <clears throat> I'm not related to any Jacksons. I have that last name because of the man who... You live with the Phillips. Yeah. Right, you feel me? But, but yes, the, the, the Jacksons, I'm not related to at all. Right. It's just I took that last name because my mother was married to my sister's father. Mm-hmm. And in the South, even if a man don't sign your birth certificate, you're going to take his, his last name and everything. Mm. So I took his last name. Gotcha. Even though he was a nigga that wanted me dead, I had to take his last name. Gotcha. But down the road was 40 acres, and it was called the Phillip Farm because that's my family's name. And um, my great... <laughs> My great-great-grandparents was a part of one of the first secret societies um, formed by black former slaves. Wow. Okay. It's called the Mosaic Templars of America. It was wow. formed in 1883. How, how long have you known this? I found this out Tuesday. Oh, wow. Recent. Tuesday. Okay. Let me tell you why I found it out Tuesday. Because I took this whole week to sit and meditate and reflect and extract whatever it was I needed to know before this podcast. Right. I mean, I do this with everything. So I know whatever I need to know, I'm going to know if I go looking for it. If I ever would have... Because see, every time I went to my grandmother's gravesite, my great-great-great-grandmother's gravesite, she's buried next to my grandfather. I would see that symbol. I never knew what it meant. Right. But I knew that the 40 acres that we lived on... Wow. That road was in her name. That's awesome. And I lived on that land at one point. So finding out this information, how did you feel? Like, Listen, I'm still dealing with that. Right, okay. You feel me? This has been a crazy week. I feel you. <laughs> so, opening. the Mosaic, Mosaic Templars of America was formed in 1883. Now, my grandfather, who I keep telling you about that raised me, now this is my great-grandfather. Right? He was 74 when I was born. This was his grandmother. So she taught him everything. You feel me? Now, the point of this society was to help form businesses for people of color, mm-hmm. a hospital, a school. I'm talking about in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. My family, my bloodline was my grandma. I could, you know what I'm saying? But I never it's understood amazing. this history. You feel me? Now, what's crazy is this is what I do now. Okay. I'm I'm I, I didn't even know this until Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? So, 
My grandfather. I, I get what he said. Everything just comes you know what I'm circle. I'm, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you some full Cause, circle. Because people don't know. Some people might not know who Marcus Motivator is. But we we have a sense. So it's like go. we gotta get it out. You know what I mean? Because they, they need to know who you are knows now too. This, bro. See, people see the product of the tree, but they don't understand what type of tree it is. Because honestly, not only am I discovering it, mm-hmm. I've never even shared it. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So as I learn, I share. You know what I'm saying? Everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, not only I'm gonna blow you. Not only is today my birthday, but today is also the day that my grandfather died. Oh man! On my 19th birthday. Oh yeah. man! His gravestone says his birthday and my birthday. This, this episode, episode is brought to you by Cold One. It's blowing smoke. Yes, sir. About this day, Jay. Come on now, bro. Bro, you didn't even touch your cold one? No way. Come on now, bro. Do that. I'm going to go use the bathroom real quick. 9.5 pH alkaline purified water? That's some high-quality H2O. Anybody who knows me, no matter what they think about me, they'll attest to this. Mm -hmm. I lived in a house... In 2005, and in the middle of the, I had roommates, two partners, and in the middle of the night, I, I told my, God spoke to me in the yes, middle sir. of the night, and I told my, my partner, I said, bro, I'm finna move, God told me move, I said, bro, I'm finna move, he's like, what you mean you finna move, I said, bro, I gotta move, he's like, you gotta give a 30-day notice, I said, bro, God told me to move, bro, I gotta move, bro. I moved two days later. I can't make this up. His his parents, because his parents own the house. His parents was pissed at me. Because I had just set the fucking kitchen on fire on accident. So the, so the, And then on top of that, I'm telling y'all I'm finna move. So right. it looked like some snake shit, right? But nobody understood when I was like, man, God said I gotta move, right? So I moved. My daughter is... I see, this was January 2005. Yeah. So my daughter is nine months old, actually. Mm-hmm. Right now? At this time? At this, oh, yeah. At this time. Okay. And um, I was supposed to have her that night. And um, so I moved. Found an apartment. God led me to to the apartment. It's crazy. That's a whole nother story. I got so many stories. But I'm going to make it short. I moved. The day after I moved, my partner who told me not to move, he called me 6 o'clock in the morning. He said, uh, but you ain't going to guess what happened. I said, what? He said, the whole roof of your room collapsed. Whoa. Oh, my right hand the guy. Wow. I can call five people right now. Every last one will be like, he ain't lying. Wow. The whole roof of my room collapsed. Only my room. It was a fire in the ceiling. Collapsed right where my bed was at. You, know I mean? you be smashed like a pancake type thing. Speaking on your spirituality, are you Christian? Are you Catholic? Are you... I'm a believer, bro. Okay. Spiritual in general. Have your own relationship. And I'm going to tell you this. I was always raised a Christian and a Baptist. Gotcha. You know I mean? Always. Because everything operates on the system. But what I was taught, what I believe now, is religion was created by man to profit off the reality of God. See, God is real, right? Manifestation is real. If I know that if you believe certain things, certain things going to happen, I'm going to tell you that if you believe it the way I tell you to believe it, then you're going to look at me as the reason why it happened. And I want 10% for that. 
by the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got it. So I, bro, I can get into... I'm really trying to pick and choose what I go at at you because I could talk about this vaccine shit. I could finish telling you my story. Don't talk about the vaccine. I take, YouTube going to take us hey, down, look, motherfuckers. Look. <laughs> I could talk about business. I, I could talk about manifestation. I want to know what was a difficult time in, in your life that you had to try and find a positive in it and with, like, okay, well, let me actually look at my question. I want to know a point in time in your life where you went through a difficult situation and not only stayed positive, but also made a positive outcome out of the situation. <laughs> Bro, I, I, I'm really trying to figure out which story I want to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a, since you asked me that, since, like, since you asked me that, since you asked me that, fuck it, I'm going to talk my shit. I'm going to tell the truth. Salute. Tell the truth. Salute. That's fine with me. Don't since take your shot without me, bro. Well, cheers then, motherfucker. Cheers, bro. Damn. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, my boy. Yeah, cheers, cheers, Happy bro. birthday. Cheers. Here we go. So in 2019 was the worst year of my life. Okay. I started my company, Blueprint Success. Okay, that's that was a credit repair company that I started. You feel me? Yes, sir. I learned how to I learned how to do credit. I learned how to buy a home. Figured it all out on my on my own. You feel me? I bought the home that I was renting, fixed my credit, you know what I'm saying? Fixing other people's credit. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make this into a business. You feel mm-hmm. me? I was still working fifty hours a week. I was working and I was working 60 hours a week because I worked, I worked Monday through Saturday, God 10 damn. hours a day. I was a driver. It was like five minutes from my house. Oh, you were a driver? Yeah, I was driving and shit. Delivery driver for this company called ATD. You okay. Tires and shit. You feel me? They were doing the credit shit on the side. Right, so I was I was building. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Get home, working on that shit. But I wanted to be legit, you know, because I, I know my people didn't have that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know my people didn't have that. If, if I want, everything I figured out, I had to search for it. I mean, we don't get taught that shit. We don't get taught credit. We don't get taught how to buy a house. Right. We get taught if you get, if you can afford to rent a nice house, then you're doing good for yourself. Bro, you're talking your shit. I recently, I mean, I, was, I keep saying recently. It's about a couple years now, but I just started getting my credit right, bro. Yeah. I didn't get it right early like I should have, you know what I mean? So, I was working on that, and I had a plan. You know, I had a plan on how I was going to transition, how I was going to exit into doing it full time. I, um... I was at the Lake Lake Merritt. I was at Lake Merritt every weekend mm-hmm. with my setup, passing out flyers. I had uh, mobile apps. I was bonded with the state, accredited with the deal. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Jay had commercials, all the shit, because I wanted my shit. My grandfather always taught me greatness. Greatness should always be your goal. And if it's obtainable, you should always make sure you obtain it. Mm. So right now and down. You feel what I'm saying? So so for me, it was like, nah, if we can be better, we gotta be better. If we can do that, why not do that? Because my I don't ever want a person to have to look for a reason to come to my company. I want you to look for a reason not to come to my company because you don't find one. Mm-hmm. All right. So now you just hate, that's cool, go ahead. But I know for my people, we didn't have that. So well, hold on. I'm speaking, I, I I gotta get this question out. I debate this all the time. Does carrying a, a credit on your credit card, like carrying a balance on your credit card, does that make your value in your credit go up? You wanna you wanna carry a balance so you can see that show that you're using it. Okay. You just don't want to be over thirty percent. 
Okay, because I'm the type, bro, I'll just pay that shit off right away. Now, you want to, I mean, if like you're going to pay, as long as you pay it off within that 30 days, okay. it, it's, it's, it's fine, uh-huh. you know, but you don't ever want to go over 30%. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Because sometimes if you don't use a credit card, they'll cut your shit off. They'll lower your limit and other shit. Keep, keep, keep it on the topic. How mm-hmm. important is it to understand the value of, a, of credit? <sighs> Especially in this life we live today. If you don't have cash to just, you know, create the life that you want. I mean, because if you got that cash, you ain't creating a life. You already got it. You know what I'm saying? You got a hundred thousand dollars to just spend on a business, then you don't really need to do that. You straight already. You know what I'm saying? You having fun with it. But credit is what allows you to be able to finesse the system. You can use that money instead of your own money. You feel me? But it's a trap if you allow yourself to get trapped. You feel me? If you get caught in the loop, because see, everything is a system. See, they win when you stop paying on time. They win when you realize you can pay a little bit instead of paying it all off. They win. And they know statistically most people are going to choose comfort over logic. So they're going to win. Right. But if you play it right, you win. Because if you use your credit card, you're not liable for anything that goes wrong. You use your credit card. You're playing with money that doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? It's their money. And Mm -hmm. your money is sitting over here safe. And then you can use that credit to be able to start a business, buy things for your business that makes you money. Mm. So now when you're paying off that credit card, you're not only paying off the credit card, that credit card is making you money. Right. And you just keep throwing that money over there to your money. Like for a young bull that said that that's listening to this and wants to <laughs> say, hey, all right, I'm, I got all the cash, but I also want to build my credit now too. What, how would you suggest from your opinion starting up? They say they got cash. And they like they, they got all this shit ready, but they just got no credit, and they want to get the credit game right. What would you say? Man, there's so out? many different people to go to. I personally, my company, we, we used to just, my company, Blueprint Success, right? Mm-hmm. We used to take in, that's all we used to do was credit, credit, credit. I don't even do credit no more. Because to really do somebody's credit right, you got to give it the attention it needs, you know? So I got affiliates now that I can send them to, you know what I'm saying, who will take care of it like that. Because trying to teach credit, I'm not going to teach credit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's it can be complex. But I got so many different things I'm paying attention to. It's like I can't, I can't teach that. But what I can do is tell everybody, pitch into the system. You know what I'm saying? If you know you want to get your credit right and you know a black-owned company or, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. somebody in your community who can do that, don't allow your to stop you from getting your credit right because you don't want to go support that. You know what I'm saying? Because you supporting them is what's going to allow you to obtain your dream. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People be so prideful. But if people just, you know, and and here's the thing about it. You can learn anything off YouTube and Google, to be perfectly honest with you. Mm -hmm. Because you're either going to pay for something with money or you're going to pay for something with time. Mm -hmm. You're either going to spend the time or you're going to spend the money. If you spend the money, somebody else is going to do it for you. But if you spend the time, you gain the knowledge. Mm -hmm thing about knowledge is you can always make money off knowledge once you have it. Everybody will pay for an opinion. Yeah. Goodness. Goodness. You know? What you just said, though. You know what I'm saying? You could pay for a service, but you don't have that knowledge. You just have the application of that service. Mm-hmm. I got many business partners, but before I allow somebody to pay, play a pivotal part in any of my businesses, I have to know how to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't, that means that my business is only successful as you plan your part. 
and that gives you too much power over me, and I, I can't have that. Right. Now, in starting up a business, w- w- from your experience, what has been a level that you've seen? Uh, why? What? Why has it been a level that you've seen businesses fail and not succeed in the ways that they, you know, should have once they start up? It just comes down to consistency, bro. And honestly, people, I'm going to tell you where people fuck up at. People fuck up at when they go after things because of the money and not the passion. Period. You can go You can go to somebody, you ever go to somebody's page and they got business links and either the web page don't work or it go to an Instagram page that they ain't posted on in a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They gave up on it. And you can look at their page and you can see the shit that they really doing. But they don't know how to make money off the shit that they really doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, cause, because the thing that they really doing is what they enjoy, but the thing they thought they can make money off of, they don't care enough to keep paying attention to it. My advertising for my company, I said turning passions into business. Because if it's not your passion, I'm never going to tell you to do it. If you're not passionate about it, you're going to quit as soon as it get rocky. You're not passionate about it. You're going to worry about how much money you made versus how much progress you made. You ain't going to measure it right. You ain't going to have the right perspective. You're going to give up as soon as, as soon as you get uncomfortable. Hmm. And that's where people fuck up at. Hmm. So I found a way to make money off everything I'm passionate about. I love boats and being on the water, so I turned it into a boat company. Right. You feel me? I love helping people with credit and shit, so I turned it into a credit company. I, I love helping people with taxes, so now I got a tax company. I love throwing my kids extravagant parties, so now I got sweet and sour dreamers where we do sleepover TP parties. They made a hundred thousand in in the first year, and I started that company with fifteen hundred. Right. Feel me? I love speaking. I can't shut the fuck up. Right. So I created Marcus the Motivator. Mm. Everybody got value, bro. But your financial literacy savviness is like on another level. You feel me? I want to take it back. What was what was that life lesson that taught you? To start focusing on that shit. Man, you feel me? Because, I mean, I know it probably wasn't always there, right? You had to get there. Let me tell you. So, I'm a hustler, bro. Like, on some, I ain't no gangster. Man, I'm a hustler. Gotcha. You feel me? Because I come from a generation of men who believe in providing for themselves. I believe that anything that's a necessity for your life, God is going to provide you a way to be able to provide it without anybody else. Mm-hmm. Anybody that comes is going to add them to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? God knows the way. I mean, I've been, I've been <laughs> learning that. No, I've been learning that recently because that was one thing when it came into 2022, I did want to start building my relationship more. I pray. I do all that. But to actually sit down and build a relationship with God is totally different than be able to just have moments with him. You know what I mean? But let me tell you what people, what a misconception is. People are trying to find God outside of themselves. People are trying to build a relationship with what they perceive to be God. You know when you find God? When you find yourself. Mm-hmm. You know your faith is only as strong as your confidence. You understand? It's the same thing. It's just how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Your faith is your belief in what you don't see. And your confidence is your belief in yourself. Gotcha. So, if you're looking for God, that means that you looking with your eyes. You're not going to see God because God is with you. You become whatever the fuck you believe you can become, bro. Mm -hmm. See, I I got supreme faith. That's what my mother always tells me. I've had it since I was five. I ain't perfect. I done fucked up. I done been every negative thing you can be. Mm -hmm. But the way I was taught is I'm never okay 
with accepting a fucked up consequence to my choices and then repeating it. I'm going to live my desires because the only way I'm going to know what I want is to know what I don't. He's savvy, bro, because you know what he did? He didn't answer the question, but he answered the question. Damn. <laughs> what was the question? No, he, I started talking. He, he hey, was describing about the sense of the whole right. perspective of what I was saying. He just didn't give me a moment of what I was asking. My, right. It makes sense, though. Yo, I like you it. Did, you, though. You, you did, though. You, you did, though. You did. your words, bro. You feel me? Are you I, in the Bay right now? Huh? Are you in the Bay right now? Is that where you located? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got the Bay man. in it for sure. I got a tendency, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. When I'm talking, I kind of get in this zone. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm looking at you, but I ain't looking at you. It's like I'm talking, but I ain't really talking. Right. So you will find me. I just be talking. Mm-hmm. But no lie, I will sit by the water, and I do this every day. See, instead of going to work every day, I don't work no more, right? Instead of going to work every day, I realize that all my money, all my ideas, everything I do comes from my mind. I'm self-taught. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. You feel me? I never... I barely graduated high school. You know what I'm saying? This episode is brought to you by 209 Goodleaf. Ooh, wee. I'm smoking today, JG. This some gas sizzle. Even to you, J. John, to come to the set and not bring me no weed. Man, bro, you already know we have a solution. Just hit the ladies down at 209. 209? 209 Goodleaf. Oh, the ladies at 209 Goodleaf. Yeah. I need to hear about that, honestly. They'll have it here in T-minus no time. They did say 30 minutes or less. We right. got you for the express. You better hurry Let's up, because I'm rolling menu. up. I got the menu. I got the menu Episode right is about to start. Oh, they actually got a good amount of flour here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bam. Hold on, hold on. Wait. Amen. Bam. Talking about that. Just gonna sit here and wait. Now, I wasn't lying to you, was I, boy? I wasn't lying to you. Now, was I? Bro, I that wasn't a wait. She was nice. She was really nice, too, at the end of the day. But like I said, bro, got me two A's, about 27 minutes. Wow. Beat it yourself. You can't beat that. That's insane. Hey, like I said T-minus no time. They did it literally in no time. I love Shout out 209. I love what Nipsey Hussle was about. Love it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't fuck with rappers like that. I love what he was about. I had a connection to him. So one day, um, I got off work. Some spoke to me. was like, go to the concert. I think I seen on somebody's page or some shit that he was going to be there. So I bought a ticket, and I went by myself. And he was doing a victory lap. You know, and I just stood in the audience, man, and I just watched him. And for whatever reason I was supposed to be there, I was just there and I was just feeling it. And then I left. Mm. Nine months later, 
I get shot in my head. On a Friday, because I was I was about to launch a new partnership with Blueprint Success that Monday. Got shot in my head. Nine days after I got shot in my head, Nipsey Hussle gets shot in his head and dies. Oh my god, damn. It well, this is recent? This is 2019, brother. I'm thinking it was bad financially. What, bro? Well, you were down listen, bad. Bro, I'm, about, I'm, about to tell you, I'm about to tell you how real God is. You believe what you want to after you hear this. So, it fucked with me. I felt like like, like somebody killed one of my pockets. I believed in him. I knew what he was finna do. Because I was doing the same shit. You feel what I'm saying? I was doing the same shit. So, um... He got killed, man, and it fucked with me. So, I was in the process, before I got shot, I was in the process of getting the interior on one of my boats redone, all red and shit. You feel me? Had the crowns in there, the Rolex crown and shit. And then after Nipsey got, got killed, I named my boat the Marathon. Now, that's big for me, because... I'm an alpha male. Like, I don't put... You will never catch me wearing a jersey. I don't give a fuck about no <laughs> football shit. I mean, it's cool. I like competition. But right. I ain't no cheerleader for the next nigga unless you my partner or something. Like, I cheer for people in general. Right. But if you ain't finna see Steph Curry wearing a Marcus Blueprint Success shirt, I'm not finna wear a Steph Curry shirt and like he above... No, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't place no man above me. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. respect him, but you wouldn't I respect him. him. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Anyway, what was I at? <laughs> <laughs> you was at the point of when that happened. Like, oh. what was the setting of that, Marcus? I mean, you can't just skim past an individual getting shot in the head. So I'm not what one happened? to condone that type of stuff. Nah, nah, nah. So what happened was, Last we right I here. was, um, this was back when I was still in the jewelry a lot. You know what I'm saying? But what happened was, I had been working so won? hard towards Blueprint Success, I had developed a partnership with, uh, well, I was, I had made brochures. I had created a new website. So what I was going to do was, whenever I create a system for a business, you got to figure out how you're going to facilitate clientele. The easier you can do that, the easier it is to make money. Like hustling, right? So I'm like, damn, where's the one place where people who need their credit fix go? It's a fucking car lot. The car lot. Oh, yeah. The car lot. You want to go to the car lot, hope you get a car, and then they're going to deny you. So I'm like, well, if I create an affiliate program with my company, every time somebody get denied for credit, the salesperson can refer them to me, and then I'll fix their credit. And then when the credit get fixed, well, my company will fix the credit. Then when the credit get fixed, I turn them back around to him so he can sell them the car and he get commission from me. Mm-hmm. Feel what I'm saying? It sounds, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was dope, bro. I had, right, I had right. brochures and shit, man. It yeah, was, that it was sounds dope. like a life hack, though. Bro, listen. Right? Let me get this out. What is one life hack that people underestimate in this life? Here we go. Faith, bruh. Faith? That's it. Listen, if you can understand the power of faith, bro, everything else is easy. Mm. Everything else. That's the greatest life hack. Nothing else matters without that. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you anything above that, but if you don't believe it, what different does it matter? It don't fucking matter. You got to believe to keep going when you want to give up. Otherwise, you're going to justify quitting. Mm-hmm. You're going to justify quitting. You're going to justify it. Life is about choices. You become what you believe you can be. What you believe you can <sighs> become is what you're going to become. You believe you ain't shit, then you're going to live like a person that ain't shit. But my grandfather taught me differently. 
So because of that, I, I talk with confidence. I, I produce with confidence. I've never, and when I say never, I've never not manifested anything that I said <coughs> I was going to do, even since I was five years old. And that don't come from me trying to be cocky. That don't come from me coming from money. That don't come from me being lucky. That comes from me following the signs and believing when my fear tries to take over. You know who you are. Know who I am. But better yet, I know who God is. Right. I'm discovering me. Feel me? He's a consistent. Look, I'm evolving. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. 39 years old, because I know it's a constant battle. You're never going to figure it out, right? Not to say you never will, but it's just like, when it comes you to knowing I, yourself, it's always figuring it out. Let me tell you what my mother, my, my mother told me. Growing up, I had such a desire, and everything going to keep going back to my grandfather. Growing up... I wish I would have been blessed enough to meet him. Sounds like he was a very, very, listen, very great, you know what I'm saying, individual. I'm giving you what he used to give to me. For me. So, growing up, my grandfather was highly respected. Like, we lived in a, a small town. Like, when I was born, when I was born, it was 911 people in this whole fucking town. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. When I was born. Right? So, my grandfather was highly respected. He, Deacon Robert Phillips. You know what I'm saying? He had his own land. He was one of the Phillips, which is my family, was a respected family. You know what I'm saying? And when I was born, he was 74 years old. So, he was my superhero. Like, everything I did, I wanted to be like him. You know what I'm saying? So, I believe like he believed. But while Happy we do, birthday, by yeah, the way. Happy That's birthday, bro. For, hey, for the, if y'all over here made it this far, man, make sure Drop y'all... Drop a comment from Marcus. Facts. Make sure you tell him <laughs> happy birthday and make sure y'all go follow, like, comment, subscribe, yeah, man. Yeah, you yeah Marcus know. the Motivator, the T-H-A. Marcus the Motivator. Blueprint Success LLC, when y'all want to get y'all businesses going, you want a business plan written up, you want to figure out how to do this shit and really free yourself. Sweet and Sour Dreamers, when you want to have a party, picnic in the park, you want to have your kids a sleepover, we do that. Playtime Party Boats, when you want to have a party on the water, you want to get on a yacht or whatever. Blueprint Success Taxes, when you want to do your business taxes, personal taxes, whatever. If you need a logo, you can come to me for that. One and if stop you shop. need anything in the system that allows you to be successful with your business, you can come to me and I'm going to put you in the community. Facts. Not a joke, y'all. Signing out. One more question. I got to get this out real quick while we take this. <laughs> cheers, my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers, Hell yeah. Happy cheers, birthday. Cheers. Thank you. What's the final goal for Marcus the Motivator? The final goal. My final goal, I want to feel like when I'm lying on my deathbed and it's my time. See, I have to imagine. See, my grandfather, he died today at the age of 91. He taught me everything I know. Everything that I feel, I have to imagine that he felt. All the joy, the knowledge, the abilities created, I have to imagine he felt that. See, my mother told me, she said, she knew I idolized my grandfather. And I used to try so hard to be like him. And so, she's telling me, she said, Marcus, you got to remember, Papa was 74 when you was born. She said, the man you saw was the man he became. That wasn't the man he always was. 
you idolize a man that became that man. Oh, I'm learning that with mine, bro. That's crazy. Right? I'm learning that with my grandpa. That's insane. So, I have to imagine that receiving what he gave me, seeing the life he built on my birthday 20 years ago, he laid there on his deathbed and he felt like he served his purpose. That's all I want. I just want to serve my purpose. purpose. Serve your purpose. <laughs> That's it. Ooh, God, that's that. God bless you, Marcus, man. But we appreciate you for sliding through, my boy. God bless your birthday, right. the setting, everything, You brother. came here and celebrated with us, bro. We, that means everything, for real. It means a lot said. to me, too, because I didn't choose y'all. And they God all, chose y'all. And with that, happy birthday, man. Shout out Good Leaf Partnership, man. You already know they over here took care of Marcus. They got a little <laughs> care package for him. They got a little yeah, yeah, goodie yeah. bag over ready to go. Man. Yes, sir. Hell yeah, man. I'm ready. If y'all don't know yet, man, go ahead and check out Marcus <laughs> Motivator. If, uh, one yeah, more time, where can they out. find you at? Where can they find Marcus, you? Marcus, I'm going to just give y'all my personal one because I got a million businesses. But get Marcus the Motivator, T H A. Marcus the Motivator. Come yeah, see yeah. me if you want to, ever want to be inspired. Yeah, you want to be inspired, motivated, you want to believe when you don't. I mean, come on, let me. You might see something you might need. That's real yeah, rap, yeah. y'all. Y'all, for real, hit him in the DM. This is a real loyal individual over here, man. Signing out this thing. It's your boy, JG. You already know it's Jay Jonah. And we got Marcus the Motor. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get another yeah. saying, man. He got his goodie bag ready to go. Look at him. He's like, I'm out this motherfucker. Hey, shout out the Raiders, too, man. I ain't going to cap. You got to say that. It's blowing some If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.